Run it up. This is another brand new episode of the Run It Up podcast. Run it up. We going in on everything sports, pop culture, and everything in the world of hip hop. Let's go. This is the Run It Up podcast with Najee Adams. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Run It Up podcast here on the Rise Network. I'm your host, Najee Adams. I got the guys with me today, Khalil, Justice, and a very, very special guest, my guy Mike from the TTW pod, bro. How you doing? I'm doing good. What up, what up, y'all? I'm glad to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How y'all How y'all been doing, Khalil and Justice? Chilling. Trying try to make sure Khalil's alive and breathing, and then outside of that, <laughs> outside of that, just keep it pushing, you feel me? I went MIA for a little bit today. I, I just wasn't on my phone. Phone died, went to sleep. Justice apparently called everybody. Listen, we got a big podcast today. I got to make sure people are available and ready. Nah, I appreciate it. That's my fault. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we before we get into everything, got to get the little plugs out the way. You know, follow the Run It Up Pod on uh, Twitter at Run It Up Pod. We on TikTok now. You feel me? It's the oh, Run shit. It Up Pod. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. It's just at the Run It Up Podcast. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Najee Adams underscore. Where could they find y'all? You find me on Twitter at Justice Read Two. And that's it. Don't look nowhere else. <laughs> All right. Find me on Twitter at Below44, B-H-A-L-I-L-44. Plug it, Mike. The people don't know you. Plug it. <laughs> right, right. If y'all feeling generous, y'all can follow me on Twitter at Mike Ben here. I also got a Twitch. It's Vila Mike Ball. Boom. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So before we get into everything, we got to go through our songs of the week. Y'all already know how to go over here. Um, see, I just came up with mine, so I'm gonna I'm go last. So, Kolo, start me off, bro, because you sounded like you had yours ready. So, oh, uh, not so. I've we did the song of the week last week, and it was uh, we all did her loss. And I haven't stopped listening to that, I've been listening to a few things here and there, but I'm gonna, gonna go with Sonder Make Me Stay, the mm. RB for us. And mm. we're back to you, back to coming up with songs I never heard of. So, <laughs> I ain't never heard of it either. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. There we go. So, y'all finna hear a little clip of that right now. All right, so we back, we back. Justice, go ahead and hit me with your song of the week, bro. As great as her loss has been to me and my spirit in the last couple <laughs> of weeks, uh, Butterfly by Tusi is my song of the week. And if you're a Rod Wave guy, this is definitely for you. Boom. You see, I don't know if you've ever said a Tusi song before, but I know I have. So I'm hype. Y'all finna hear this right now. You think Tuesday's like Rod Wave too? Similar? I mean, they got the same kind of vibe, but like Thank different, you. Okay. That's different like, like material though. You feel me? I don't um, listen to either of them. See, that's why you're missing out. And so we back, Mike. What's your song of the week, bro? Okay, hold on. Let me just clear this up. Is this supposed to be like a newer song? Or no, it, it can matter. be. It don't matter. It can be anything in life. 
All right, no, okay. So I had a song of mine. I always play a song all the time. It's like my hype song, but 20 minutes by Lil Uzi. Okay. I, I, that's Lil Uzi's best song to me. <laughs> I bro, I've been like because I always used to listen uh, to Lil Uzi, and like I would say, like, I would always say like Love is Rage is like better than Love is Rage too. And I still feel mm-hmm. that that same way. But 20 minutes was my song. I just looked on his Spotify and it's like his number three song. I'm like, damn, I don't even feel special no more. Bro. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's, that's song, my that's favorite song Uzi, bro. That's my favorite Uzi song. So y'all finna hear that right. <laughs> Yeah, we, me and my friend was just having a conversation about like what songs are winning, like verses and shit. And yeah, ain't nothing beating 20 minutes for me. Um, boom. And so we back. And so last but not least, my song of the week is by Young Blue. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he just dropped the album. Uh, and it's called One of Those Nights. It's by Young Blue and Fabio Foreign. So you feel me? It's a nice little vibe. Y'all finna hear that right now. One of those nights you choose like the love of my life. Is we f***ing the night? She say maybe. She say I'm not just one of your I'm a lady. Then I say baby. I Yeah, look, I take a perfect set and use it on her. She like when I hit that bit a little longer. I knew I would love her as soon as I saw her. As as I saw her. And then I saw her. Young Blue ain't bad. Young Blue is fire. He ain't Young, bad. Young Blue is fire. Um, and so, boom. So, boom, we back, we back. So, Mike, what we like to do, whenever people come on the pod, uh, we like to ask them, like, a couple questions just to get to know them and stuff before we dive into all the sports stuff, you feel me? So, mm-hmm. starting off, like, I know you're a big mm-hmm. basketball guy, like, but when did you, like, what moment did you know you fell in love with the game? Like, when did your fandom really start? Um, So, I didn't really, I was, like, one of those late bloomers when it came to basketball. I didn't really even start playing until, like, freshman year. Like, I made the team then. Um, I started playing like legit like outside of the basketball court my friends I'd say around like eighth grade and so I started to pick up a little school. I couldn't do shit on the court but you know I, I was decent because I had a few reps in and so they were saying like yeah you should try out for eighth grade I ended up not but I ended up making it freshman year so like that's when I started really like taking on basketball so before that I was doing my skateboard show so I wouldn't even really worry about basketball like that like you know I watched the game if it was a big game on a playoff sign I'm watching it and, you know, it will be stuff like that. But other than that, I was on skateboarding. Once it came to, like, sophomore year, I went from, like, like I said, freshman is, like, I started. Sophomore is, like, when I really got, like, I was watching the games. Like, I was getting on my show. I wanted to be better because I, I made freshman B team. Sophomore year, honestly, I really fell in love with it because this is when I would go to, like, the YMCA. Like, this is, mm-hmm. like, during the summer. I used to bike up there, like all the way up there. And that was the work I did. Damn, like that shit was a couple of miles. <laughs> I used to bike up there. I used to hoop for like a few hours. My mom would pick me up like after work type shit. And then like, that was my day. Like I do that shit like almost every day to every other day during the summer. So, and then like I said, I started that sophomore year and I ended up like hurting my leg. 
And so like, that's a whole different story, but I'd say like sophomore year, that had to be like, what, 2012-ish, I'd mm-hmm. say. Damn. <laughs> Yeah. But like yeah, like twenty, I say around like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I was like watching basketball, and that's when I started watching. Cause that's when I wasn't into it, but I was like, I was like watching during playoffs. Like I said, that was like the year the Lakers won, and I got into it with Kobe and just all that type of type of jazz. And you know, I I say two thousand like nine, two thousand seven, but I always did my history and like. Right. I can credit that to a lot to like 2K and stuff like that. For sure. Just trying to come For up. Sure. But like, I always was like, me and my friend Mike, well, his name's, we call him Mason in the friend group. His name's Mike too. But we used to watch like all the hardwood classics during the summer, like all that type of shit. So I always did my homework. But I say around that like 2011, 2011, 2012, that's when like my heart was in the game type shit. Right. <laughs> my heart was in the game. Mike, how old are you? I'm 25. Okay, you my age. Okay. Cool, oh, 20, cool. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. For some reason, 2012 like didn't register with me as like high school. To, to me, it felt like I, I want to say because I graduated 2015. So I right. want to say I'm doing my math a little bit right. You know, oh, you it's, when I say like when I hear 2017, it doesn't sound that long ago, but that's six almost six years ago. Bro, that's insane. So long ago. That's crazy. That's insane. I graduated in 2016. I'm 24 right now. So you know I mean? I'm only right. yeah, younger than you. But it feels so long ago, right? It's yeah, almost it a did. decade ago now at this point. Yeah. I graduated in 14. Not Stupid. Damn, Shut up, bro. <laughs> Damn, Kalil, old as shit. Um, Mike, real quick, bro. How'd you become a Lakers fan? Was it like 2K and stuff? Because 2K, how I became a Lakers fan. So no, nah, it's honestly Kobe Bryant. Like, I'm telling you, like, he just had that swag on the court. You know how, have you ever heard somebody talk about, like, Michael Jordan, like, when he walked in the room, like, he ever been in the same room with him, he just has, like, that glow suit? That was Kobe Bryant for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I went from not even watching basketball to, like, that to, like, my freshman year, I had the number 24. Like, I had the Kobe, like, that was my guy, like, straight off the boat. So, he was the guy that kind of, like, made me fall in love with the game. And I'd say that's a good player because, like, all he did was work at his, like, the that's what I'm saying. I was uh going up there every or I was at the gym every week type shit, you know, biking up there because like that was like that Kobe mama mentality type shit. Like I, I was soon as off the boat, like that was you know, that was what I followed. See, bro, you be busting D Mill's ass, so I could tell you the least who <laughs> a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. I honestly like, and that was my guy, and I think that was like my downfall because you're not like my first year playing but i'm not going to be kobe bryant on the team like right i should have been watching kyle core like i could shoot the ball yeah like i'd have all the open shots coach would tell me like i got one of the best shots shoot the ball and i'd be trying to do like everything else so nah, i feel you i never played like for did y'all you, justice you played on a team right yeah yeah my son was nice he's like six two some shit like that. Oh, little, little six two and a half. Don't take my half an inch away from me. <laughs> yeah, word, 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 word. Uh, and then like the the TTW stuff. Like, how did the pod come to be, bro? Because y'all y'all booming. So like, you gotta tell us. Give us the sauce, bro. How, how did that whole thing happen? Honestly, I mean, y'all are not even really far from it. Like, we just really started talking down and recording it. It started on your audio, honestly, and. That shit so long ago, I I can't even imagine how that shit really was, you know, good. <laughs> but once we started doing like the sit downs, the recording, I felt like it was a little bit, you know, it started to gain its like traction. But I really, I really feel like it's just like time consistency, right? You know, it's gonna Word. start off with like there might be only a few people, but 
Next month, it might be 10 people. Next month after that, it might be 15 people. And it just kind of grows gradually. I mean, I always say, like, KB did all, like, KB definitely was the boost. Like, if you got somebody that got, you know, half, <laughs> got the juice. Half million, yeah, at the time, had to be, like, 250K to, like, 400K followers or subscribers. So that, that's always a big boost. But honestly, to even get this far, it was still had to be, like, a lot of work and every, you know, effort into it. So I would just say it's just consistency. I'd say one thing also, too, is it feels like we got into it right before everybody really started doing it. For mm-hmm. sure. So, I mean, sure. I don't, whatever year that was, I can't even think of it. Like, it was, we just hit our five-year anniversary, so 2017, I guess. Um, Dang, yeah. And y'all through uh, Bleach Report, right? Yeah. yeah okay. So, so how did y'all get started, though? Like, what was the conversation? Like, did, did y'all just taste each other one day, like, brothers, just start recording this? or Yeah, it wasn't even a really plan to it. Um I think me and KB were actually supposed to like, he was going to actually, instead of getting that microphone equipment and the podcast equipment, we're supposed to make like some music. So he was going to mm-hmm. get all that type of equipment. But we ended up coming together and we just like, we started the podcast. And uh, the, cy- the cypher is legendary. Yeah, we got we to gotta get an updated version of that. Yeah, we, need to do we, need, we just need to do an annual one. Kenny really tried to do something on that cypher, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was really trying to do something bro, on that cypher. I, he had to get on his Drake shit. He didn't pull out like notes <laughs> or something. There ain't no way he pulled did that shit in like five minutes. That's too good. Nah, bro. yeah, the cypher was hard. I just watched it like a couple of days ago. Y'all was spitting on that shit. We got to get our little cypher, bro. I know Khalil, you got some shit. Bro. I ain't the got music, nothing. I know y'all got some shit. Why, um, why can't Justice have some shit? Why Khalil got to have some shit? Because I, I just, yeah, you too, bro. <laughs> I, hate, I hate being white, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, bro, so we can just go ahead and dive into the NBA stuff. So the way that this kind of came into to be was like, I was thinking, because Darius Garland dropped 50 the other day. And mm-hmm. I heard some, like, someone put on Twitter, like, oh, Darius Garland is special. And so that started, and people describe players as special all the time. So that started making me think, like, is Darius Garland special? Like, how many special players are there in the NBA? So I texted Justice, and he was like, this is a pot idea. So I was like, I bet. Let's do it. So basically, I'm going to go through a list of players. Y'all tell me whether or not you think they're special. I mean, there's the obvious ones. Like, we're going to just run through Steph Curry, obviously, Giannis, obviously, Jokic, KD, LeBron, the best players in the league type of stuff is obviously right. special. Once in a Luka, Luka. Luka. I was going to ask For him, sure. but cool. We can all say Luka's special. No. I agree. Um, like Embiid, y'all, y'all think Embiid's special? Could we put him in here too? Or are we just. Can gonna... I add something to that though? Because yeah. I was thinking, I've been thinking about this too. And I think it's going on with just like the newer generation of, of players that come in. We see guys that are six, you know, 6'10 plus that can shoot the ball, dribble, and all that. Is Unicorn starting to kind of be like, is unicorn starting to be weird out too now? Because it used to be like that's right. Kevin Durant, you know, type right. thing. Right now, you know, we have Chris Tops. I mean, I think Jokic <laughs> is a unicorn. Giannis could be damn near be a unicorn in itself. Like we just have right. all these different type of players. No, I definitely I, feel it. Go ahead, Justin. I think that's interesting because I don't know that it's like worn out in terms of like what we're calling them. But yeah. I think that that mold of player is so much more common. Like we get so many guys. Like I mean. Follow six ten, bro. Like, right. like you know what I'm saying. Like, like guys just coming. He might be generous. He might be like six. I'm 11, telling you, seven foot. He's huge. So I'm telling you. So guys come in the league now with that because they got to watch KD play, and I right. give KD and LeBron a lot of credit for this. Those six eight, six nine, and up guys, they watch them play. They modeled their games after them. So now it's just become like what today's NBA is. 
which mm-hmm. is what makes like these guards who are so good even more special. Or well, shit, I said special, but even even better <laughs> than they are. You know what I'm saying? You're right. I mean, there's so many players to be influenced by and, and so many players to learn from. Uh, but even then, you know, what type of players are, you know, beating creative out of that? And you talk about Embiid, like what? So what makes a player special exactly then? Right. I think that's the that's the it's criteria weird. that you like we need to decide, because like, mm-hmm. like, obviously, we just Nate rattled off a bunch of guys that are special, but I, we could go 20 players down. And I, I feel like like. All right. So I'll just say, do y'all think Embiid is special? I would say so, yeah. I see Justice got Justice got that. I, I think there's a lot of different like lights you can look at it. I think yeah. And one of the ways I think Giannis is special is just like he has that 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 it or just like that ability to give over that hump that I think a lot of players face. Mm-hmm, you know, when it comes right. to playoff times, like oh, um, just early on, like, so this is just all hypothetical, but a player is so good from three, he's carrying his team, and then all of a sudden they're taking away the three. And, like, you know what I'm saying? They did that with Giannis when they built the wall, and I feel like a lot of players run into that, but they don't they don't run over that hump. Like, he crushed it. Like, now we don't – we barely doubt Giannis when it comes to a defense, no matter who they got on their team, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, to me, special, like – to use that phrase and like the guys we listed, everybody that we were just like, well, we know they're special or guys who can carry a team to a championship. Yeah. So like, or like it potentially could at some point. So I feel like my criteria is probably a little more strict than some people's like the way that I view it. Cause to me, MB not going to carry nobody to a championship. Like he's like, he's got to have two a, I mean, the, the beginning of this season, it was Harden's team. Like as, mm-hmm. as the season started, Harden was the one leading that offense. That's who they built the game plan around. Did it work? Absolutely not. It did not look good. But Harden looked fine. So I just think that, like, when we talk about special, I've got to think in my mind that you can be the best player on my championship team. So, so do, like, you think, do you think Jokic so, is special? Yeah, Jokic is special because you can build such a good offense around Jokic. Like, like mm-hmm. those like those 2A, 2B, and, the like, the three guys for them are so diverse in what they can be with Jokic that you have to call him special because not, there's nothing like him. There's never been anything like him in the NBA one, just how awkward as hell he is when he's on the floor, but at the same time, just the <laughs> passer he is. So, okay, cool. I, I'd probably land on the Jokic special for the Embiid. And I, I struggle with like, there's a couple of players when I was thinking about this that I struggle with. Embiid is one of them. Um, but like, if I had to say, I would probably say he's special just because of how dominant he can be for in like stretches. And, and, and maybe that's not the greatest criteria, but I just think that he has the ability to really take over a game for a team. And, and so, I would probably land on saying he's special, but what about you, Khalil? I'm trying to figure out why I'm hesitating calling him beat special. And it may be just because of the health and him being consistent and showing that consistency. And also uh, what Justice talked about earlier, being able to make it deeper into the playoffs. And we've just never really been able to see that very much out of him too. Um, so I want to go back to Embiid being special in those dominant stretches, but just as an overall, I'm not, I just don't think I can be there yet until I can see it be consistent with the health. And last year, we saw a lot of that playing at the MVP level. Boom, man. So we got that. We split right down the middle. We two for special, two for non-special. Yeah. The, um, way I, the way I feel like it could get, like, used loosely is because I think another category you kind of look at for special players is the ability to, like, adapt and just, like, yeah. get naturally just, like, have that progression level. So I feel like that's where, like, the Darius Garland is, like, man, this guy's special because, you know, nobody really 
you know, people probably didn't predict where he's going to be his rookie year or second year in. Like, he's already kind of making to that jump to where, like, you know, he's a cornerstone type guy. Um, another guy, like, I feel like, because we've been talking about a lot of higher tiers, I think a lower tier guy, and this is one of my guys, and like I said, he can be used, uh, used lightly, but Desmond Bain, I think he's a special player when he turns to, like, he came in strict shooter. Now he's dude is, he, he comes in, he, when he plays the Lakers, he's, he's the dude that's on LeBron James. Like, he's playing defense. He can now pass the ball. I think he's an underrated, you know, playmaker when it comes to that sense. So I feel like special gets used in just different lights, you know. I think there's obviously the top guys because they're, they're the greats, but I feel like special could be used for – because you think about – like, and I don't want to try to, like – I'm not throwing shade on nobody, but there's players that are just consistent, right? There's yeah. somebody like, I think Jordan Clarkson. I wouldn't say he's a special player, but he's, you know, he's a good player. He's consistent and everything like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, he's been doing that same shit since he was a Lakers. He was always a gunner that could put up 40 points. But I think there's a natural progression that I think players like to see or like people like to see in players. And so you're way so you're way more lenient than me. <laughs> like like you were like I mean, like oh he's special I mean, like, in this light. But Bane does some special stuff and he like, came no, sure, as a no, shooter. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Najee was in that same thing. He like I could damn near probably go like 30, 40 deep of like special players that are yeah, in the league. We, but they're just also the, they're just all top guys. I, John Moran, is he special? Oh, a thousand percent. We've sure. talked about that. Jaw's <laughs> you know got to be special. Yeah. But if Jaw is special, and I said this to Naj earlier, if Jaw is special, then Shea got to be special because I think Shea is just I think, the same. Less. I think oh, Shea's a sure. special player too. I think Shea's special. special. So maybe yeah, I, I'm in the I'm in the lenient type. Yeah. Of, I'm a lenient guy, but obviously I I know I think there's levels to it. You yeah. know, and, and you I, lean my, on my, progression for sure. In that case, so I, I would say instead of just saying like yes, this player, so I would put them in like. This dude is a tier one. Giannis is a tier one. Special. Okay. okay. You know, right. I like that. Right. We yeah. can do that. No, I like mm-hmm. that. So, but I do have a question for you because the two names came up. I'm, yep. I've been debating it in my own head all day. You're a Laker fan. I'm a Laker fan. If I told you right now, you drop everything. Crazy drop shit. everything. No, drop everything. You can have Shea or Ja. Like, we're restarting. You can have Shea or Ja. Who would you take? I would take Ja 100%. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to see. I would take Ja too. Would you take okay. Shea? I think I think there's consideration to it. I think Shea's a much better defender than Ja. But that's not much what we're asking. Defender. Who would you <laughs> much better defender? <laughs> probably, at this at this point, Ja, because I need to see okay. Shea do what he's doing right now for like a full season. Right, that's if he if, if he plays at this level all year, then no, we've seen Shea have some crazy stretches. Right now, in the last season when he was playing too, but yeah, the consistency part of it and, and just being dominant for that whole season span. Or even in the playoffs, seeing Jaw do, do what he did last season too. So, all right. So I like the tier tier special idea, right? So I bet. So Jason Tatum, right? Is he like a tier one special guy, or like a tier mm-hmm. two special guy? Because yeah, I got him tier in one. tier one. Okay, he tier one to me. Was he okay. tier one before the season started? For you? Yes. No. He okay. So the leap you've seen so far from uh, end of the finals to now, he's jumped in that tier one. Yeah, we, we've talked about this. I don't know if there's another superstar who brings the intensity on defense every night the way Tatum does. Like, a lot of guys take nights off or take possessions off, and it feels like Tatum is involved in every possession. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that, not only, like, with what he's doing offensively, because, one, he's starting to finish with his left hand, which he didn't do for the first, like, four years of his career. And Two, just finishing now in general again, yeah. like, finishing yeah. strong at the basket. 
early in his career, he was shooting like three, four, three throws, free throws a game. Now it's eight, nine. You know what I'm saying? Like what makes you an elite score is getting to the free throw line, which is my disconnect with Zach Levine that I won't even get into. But uh, I just think that way, like, if you're talking about Tatum and his evolution from just the end of last year to what he's doing this year mm-hmm. and his efficiency, like he's got to, he's got to be tier one special. Yeah, he he's definitely tier one special for me. And I wasn't always a Tatum guy. Justice, you've actually gone done a lot to get me to come around on Tatum. But I made you a Giannis guy too. So I mean, okay, you, know, you didn't make how me can a you not guy. be a Giannis? Right, stop, 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 how, how are you not a Giannis guy? He wasn't with it. He wasn't with Giannis. He's dragging it. I was, what does no, that mean, Nash? I was with you. Yeah, he's dragging it. I was with Giannis. I was. What was? I don't even remember what the conversation was. It was like Giannis I just thought Giannis was, was the best player in the world for like the last three years, and, you and just, I you, didn't think you he wouldn't was let me. You wouldn't let me years. do it. Yeah. yeah no. Um. Yeah, I, I would say Jason Tatum is a tier one kind of guy. What about you, Khalil? Yeah, I'm for sure. Just the leap he's taken. Uh, we talked about it a lot. You know, last season the playoffs and the struggles he went through. And, you know, how is he going to respond to this? So we've seen the progression uh, like Mike likes and uh, honestly what we all should like. And then also we see the efficiency and then the intensity on the defensive side. Like this guy's taking his whole his game to a whole other level and he's making himself an early MVP candidate. And that's what you want to see. And that's what we all expected from him, too. So being in where he's gotten now, I think you just can't call him special, especially in that tier one category. Boom. And then Mike around the south, bro, he's tier one special for you, right? Yeah, it's not even no doubt it, doubt about it to me. I've been on, you know, his case, especially for like the last two. I would say around like late last season when they started really putting together like defensively, like I like their defense is really kind of carrying it in terms of like what that says. I feel like that's kind of like their identity, even though they've been so good offensively. And part of that is, you know, Jason, the, you know, the Jays. But um, yeah, tier one, I can't argue. Y'all really set it perfectly for Jason Tatum. But now, oh. but now we got to go back to Jaws. He tier one special, Mike? Tier one? You know what? I So I, I've i been a Jaw guy basically since he's came into the league. Like, And I've recently been on him. Like, I would just now say, like, early or late last year, I would say I would put him in that tier one. Like, I feel like he's got – he's the one of those few players that, like, he does all this shit, like, all the antics and all that type of shit – but he almost shuts you up because you really can't say shit about it when he's yeah. ducking on you. Or it's like, I don't know. I feel like his swagger on the court is just like untouchable right now. See, I'm trying to find a precedent for where tier two starts. I don't know where to put it, but I'm going to think about it while we go. I, well, we said Jason Tatum was here. What would you put Jalen Brown? You Well, you could say if he's a special player or not. You wouldn't say so? No, he's special. He's special. I just, the tier is what's got me. Because now I don't have a, I don't have a precedent for tier two yet. I would, like it's like it's Trey. Like we, it's we Young play. tier one. No, I would say Trey Young is tier one. If if Jaws tier one, I, Trey is tier one. I didn't I didn't have. But I would one. say the same thing. You didn't have who tier one? Hey, remember I'm the Lenia guy too. I'm the so I might be. <laughs> no, nah, but I think that's the fun in it. Like so, for me, I think tier two starts around like that jaw for me. Like tier like two, the five best players in the world are tier one. Do you? Yeah, but. Uh, he, so it cuts think, off at Tatum. Okay. But I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. It cuts off at Tatum. Yeah. So I think for me, Ja is like tier two. But man, what I don't know, the way he finishes and how unstoppable and unguardable he is, like it's hard not, for, it's hard for me not to put him in that tier one category because he is special, like in that regard, especially yeah. athletically. And I think he's, he's kind of hitting that like the same way Giannis was and when it hasn't translated to no championship or nothing like close, really. But 
I think that like we've seen it kind of like that. It was the same thing. They were trying to keep him out the paint. Like he can't shoot. It seems like he's already worked on it. He don't got to shoot 50% or whatever you shoot now. But I think to be able to keep him honest and I've seen them pat the paint on him anyway, but the way he could jackknife to like his handles, he's probably got like top three handles in the league. Honestly, when he talks about he's like, yeah, yeah, his his ability to get wherever he wants to on the court and just finish over people. I, I feel like, it's just I I still don't know. Like yeah, let's pack the paint, but he still makes plays yeah. and makes things happen. And he's really into that mode where like he can share the ball, but also get his at the same time. Yeah. So this is my disconnect with tier one mm-hmm. because I do think Shea is the same equal like equal talent to Jaw. Like like Jaw's like Jaw's like calling card is the way he finishes at the rim. And last year was like the most efficient guard season ever finishing at the rim. Right now Shea is higher than that number and is better than him this year right mm-hmm. so doing it in a completely different manner because he's not the explosive athlete but like he's so dude Shea gets in that paint and turns around three times and then just finds a little 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 sliver of space to finish and I think that's why there's probably a disconnect for me at tier one I would say Ja is where tier two starts I think like Luca and Tatum and Giannis and Jokic and I, I, I would argue Embiid being more of a tier two guy personally but mm-hmm. um Tier, I think I think there's that's a, a select few for tier one. To double back to what Mike was saying, Jalen Brown. See, that's what makes <laughs> Jalen Brown like a tier three guy for me. Uh, where would y'all put Devin? I'm just looking at the standard. Where would y'all put Devin Booker? Tier two. Tier two. Tier two. Yeah. We yeah. good though. We can throw out names for an hour. I'm telling you, like, I, and it's gonna open a lot of conversations. We gotta start comparing guys at that point. Trey is I'm tier right. two, by the way. How close is Booker to, you know, tier two to tier three? Like, how close is that gap? You know, do you consider putting him in tier three, or is he just clear tier two for you? Yeah, I think he clears tier three for me. I'm trying to think of, like, what would be, like, yeah, to more tier three players. I'm just really looking at the standards. So so Garland's got to be tier three, right? Yeah. Donovan Mitchell tier two? Yeah. yeah, if Booker's yeah. tier two, I gotta put yeah. Donovan Mitchell after yeah. this year. He's tier two. I think D Mitch is taking a noticeable leap for me. Did yeah. we say what what tier we would put Desmond Bain in? If if we all I, agree, he's special. I feel it'd be like lower <laughs> tier three to like. I think he could still rise, but like I feel like he's in that lower tier three to you know that that type of end right now. Hold on, but Evan Mobley though, someone talk to me. What tier special is he? Oh Lord. <laughs> See, with Mobley, I think we're it's a lot of like potential based stuff that we'd be talking about. So, like, mm-hmm. as a like right now, I'm not putting Mobley in tier two, you feel me? But like, if if we project what he can be, I think he had he could rise to be a tier two kind of guy. Yeah, because he's a special talent already and, and defensively. Yeah, like, there's no question about he is special. Well, we just, why, why you just need to be a little like, bit more. You listen, like I, listen, I love no, I just love Evan Mobley so much that mm-hmm. I would I would do anything to say he's like tier three right now. But I don't is know that, if he is. I was okay, I was gonna say, is that where you want to stand? Because to, flag to me, on that? no, because to me, I think I think Lamelo's probably tier three right now. Yes. I'm trying to think of who else we put in there. We put like Jalen Brown in tier Jalen yeah. Brown started my tier three. So yeah, I would probably put and Garland's in there, so yeah. Would you take Lamelo or Garland? That's a that's a. So good we stuff. we did this the other day. We were naming players, and I was listening back to the pod, and I was like, "How did we not say Lamelo in this conversation?" So, mm-hmm. actually, Mike, you tell me. You tell me, Lamelo or yeah. Darius Garland? 
I mean, it's recent. It's got to be like the recency bias is like got to be the strongest here for like Darius Garland, right? But I think Lamelo can earn his way into that conversation though. Uh, when I watch him on the court, I, he gives off that special vibe. He might not be tier one, but it's just like the way he—he's a legit point guard at six eight. You know, he's oh able like gosh. I think same thing as K, but like he rebounds the ball very strongly. I think for the way he passes the ball. It's just that man is almost a walking triple double every night. And I think like when he does kind of really start rounding out his team and he's on that, uh, just, a you know, his, his organization is, is, you know, at a better state, but I feel like he can be one of those guys that, Oh, let's make the fourth, fifth, six, maybe sixth seed this year. And let's try right. to make some noise and show, you know, let's take baby steps, but he's just really got to get there at this point. You know, he's just really coming back off injury, but uh, in terms of like, you got hurt again last night. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I think the way he shoots the ball, too, is very dynamic. Like, for his size and everything, he can pull up just, you know, just as quick as, you know, anybody. And he's got range to it, too. But I feel like his around the basket game kind of rounds it out. So, he's got all just, like, he's just got a really nice overall all-around, like, offensive game. I feel like the defense is going to, like, get up to that point. I feel like it's kind of hard not to wear six eight. I feel yeah. like, you know, once the effort comes into it more, he's going to get better. But he's got, like, I won't even, I wouldn't say number one potential, but he might be a damn one, one B or, like, damn near, he's a two type dude for, like, carrying your team. Yeah. See, I think really highly of LaMelo, man. The, the efficiency is an issue sometimes, and the shot selection is an issue sometimes. I think the shot selection is just because he probably don't give a fuck, bro. Like, no, he don't, bro. He don't There's give a no fuck. fuck. But if there was, like, a, a goal or, like, a common, you know, everybody was like, oh, yeah, let's let's make this playoff run, it would definitely be a different story. But uh, the way he gets players involved, it's just, like, I feel like he's the type of dude that gets people paid. You know, the same thing Darius Garland yeah. and, and Trey Young is going to do. I think LaMelo uh, is on that same page. I just don't know if that team ever gets it together. And I don't know. No, nah, I, I don't think Charlotte's do. a long term destination. Think you think Melo <laughs> trying to play in Charlotte, boy? He, he no, nah, he's going as soon as he can. And <laughs> yeah, he need to, we need to see him in a different situation just to He'll see be the best of what he team. can be. Mm-hmm. No, he's going to bring people in the seats, though, for sure. So, you know, teams going to yeah. easy. I just don't know. Has, has anybody, has a front office done better by their point guard than Cleveland has in the last? Two years, killed hey, it. They, they locked down. They built around my boy. They got him some some good, good quality players. The Pelicans, Pelicans, yeah, too. Pelicans. I mean, you could. Pelicans I was going to say They own at this point. I love so the Pelicans, right guy, but it's just they seem so set up. Yeah, I, as a core, they they definitely seem set up. I, somebody was on Twitter last night talking about how Brandon Ingram doesn't fit there, and it it really bothered me. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like I I don't know. I, I I think it might have been no, it wasn't River. He wouldn't say something like that. But um, there was somebody on Twitter who's like, "Yeah, Brandon Ingram doesn't fit in New Orleans." I just don't understand where you see the disconnect. Why? Because he takes touches from Zion. Do you want Zion to create all your offense every every night? Like you, you want a number two or what? Or sometimes yeah. Brandon Ingram can be that number one on any given yeah. night too. Yeah, so it's yeah. Like, I think he's a, I mean, I feel like just having him as a closer should be. He's like almost exactly. a cherry on top. And you, some people might say that CJ. But it's just like with the talent they have, CJ is like obviously like action, uh, excellent three or two on the night. Zion obviously is the man can score 25 plus any given night on like 60, 70 percent free throw exactly. or seven uh, from the field. But I, the way Brady Ingram can close out a game and the way he score the ball, I just don't see how you how does he not fit that? Like, 
I've seen I've seen CJ have tough ass games because Mikhail's arm. I just don't see that as much from Brandon Ingram. Right. And so Ingram can do everything it. else. I was in about to say, anyways, too. Like, yeah, he can pass. He, he can, can pass the ball. He can facilitate, yeah. score. Mid range is out insane or insane, outrageous. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what makes someone say something like that or who would say yeah. that. So it's that kind of listen to brings me to like, is Brandon Ingram like what tier of special is Brandon Ingram? Because I think we all agree he's special. So like, for me, if Jalen Brown starts my tier three, I would I would probably put. Brandon Ingram in tier three with Jalen Brown. Uh, I don't think I'd boost him to hit that mm. tier two though. Wait, you think he's t- tier what? Bra- I think he's tier. Oh yeah, okay. See, I and see, I just think that Brandon Ingram is better than Jalen Brown. I do too, but I don't know if he's a tier jump better than. Jaylen. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel right with us saying that Jalen Brown. I know we had this. That's where we started at. Like Jalen Brown. Oh, that's a tier two, definite. That's where we started at. But I don't. He's not the. He's not the tier peak three, of our tier, tier two. Three, tier three. Oh. Right? Yeah, he's not the peak yeah, of our tier he, three. JB, is he the peak? I'm of not. Our tier I'm three? not putting. I'm not putting Brandon Ingram in a tier with with Darius Garland and those guys. They haven't. They haven't been what Bi is to me personally. Right. I would put. <laughs> okay. B, I would be. I would put Bi in two, and I yeah, can he's agree. Tier two to me. I'm, I think I said Jalen Brown could be in that tier, and I think that was like we just started. We were saying like tier two, but mm-hmm. Jalen Brown could be in that tier three. I would say. I would take Bi over uh, Jalen Brown. I would take him over Jalen Brown too. The tier jump is just a. But you could be a low end stuff to yeah. say, like a low yeah. end. <laughs> like he not he not at the tip top of tier two, but like I mm-hmm. I just think that I think he belongs in that group. And like what he was doing last year, whenever they were in the play in, and just like the way he mm-hmm. played to close out the season, and the way that he proved that he's a closer no matter what. Like I think there was a conversation between like him and Chris Middleton, and I think he's kind of separated himself from Chris Middleton for me. Yeah, you know? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think oh, he's also sure. he's also in that light where I feel like he could. You know, he could show he's a definite tier two. I think he is one of those players, not like a steps above Jimmy Butler, where it's like he does what he needs to do on any given night. Like, right. if Zion got that shit rolling, I've seen him end with like 19 points and just kind of like moving the ball around and stuff like that. But same thing, he could give you 40. I think he could be, you know, if he probably had more of like his own team, I could see him being a dude that averaged, you know, around the 27 plus type mark. You know, I think he just is like, He's a little bit laid back at night, some nights because yeah. he just got he's got talent around him. You know, Trey Murphy just had a hell of a damn game. You know, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, Pete, no, we Pete love thinks, Trey Murphy over here. He mm-hmm. thinks that uh, Ingram can be a number one option on a championship team. Is that correct? I think he said that at one point. I might be wrong. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I want to ask y'all that. Do you think that Brandon Ingram could be a no. number one option no. on a championship team? No, and I, okay. I need to retract something I said before when we did a podcast review. This is before the season started. I was like, you know, I don't know if we replace Brandon Ingram and Jason Tatum having to swap places, like how much of a different outcome we get. Yeah, you, but the Tatum that I'm down. seeing right, but yeah. the, the Tatum I'm seeing right now is a different outcome. No, the Tatum from last year, I don't think it would have been that different. But the Tatum we're seeing right now is a completely different outcome. Yeah, and he hasn't got to that. We haven't really seen him in that light yet. Right. But, um, this is. I think he has the potential to, to be that one. He, I would say potential just because it seemed like he got the tools. You know, I think he has, like, the size to be it, like, kind of like Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is more, like, stalky and, you know, a little bit more bulky. Yeah. But I've seen Brandon Ingram post up. And, you know, you kind of want that from a go-to guy because it's just so easy. Like, you can find passing lanes out of that post up. 
You know, yeah. especially when teams want to send double team in the playoffs and stuff like that. Like, it ain't nothing to find CJ. It ain't nothing to find Zion on the cut. But, like, he has all those, like, go-to moves. He's one of those dudes, like, uh, I think Shea's up there, too. But in terms of, like, his footwork, in terms of mm-hmm. not even being, like, a center, like, he's got one of those guys that just finds how to score, you know, in, in, a, in a situation. So I feel like he has the tools. It's just we got to see him do it, you know, in a higher light than what he's doing. I have a question for y'all because this is one guy that I feel like was so talked about and now the the like the the view around him is really taking a negative turn. So where do y'all have cat? <laughs> Cause I think I think cat is special. And Justice, I know damn well you think cat is special. He looks stressed. <laughs> cat just gets on my damn nerves, bro. Like like there's so many things two. that tier three, tier three. Tier three. Tier you think B.I. is better than Cat? My God, oh, yeah. Hear, he Hell doesn't yeah. want to hear anything. And I didn't about mean it. to cut you off, but like it just popped no, you up. You good? I was like tier three, tier three. <laughs> no, you're good. It's an open mic, brother. I ain't got nothing. Listen, bro. Tier I, three. I, Cat for me has turned into what Zach Levine is for me, and that's just a disconnect. Like mm. there is something when I'm watching you that I see you have every tool to go get whatever you need to go get, and you don't do it. And it's super frustrating. It's just like like Khalil went to the Celtics uh, Bulls game. Was it a week, two weeks ago now? A week ago? Yeah, November, he, early November. Yeah. yeah, and he was talking about watching Zach Levine and how frustrating it is. Because you see, one, he's more athletic than everybody on the floor. But two, has all, more skill than just everybody on the floor. And he just doesn't doesn't take the most of it. And I think Cat is the same way for me. Mike, he didn't go to the basket until the fourth quarter when they were down and, and needed some help. Bro, like, he's coming he off some sh- injuries. He coming I, off I know, injuries. but, like, he's shooting crazy, jumpers. Man. Like, we, the injuries is crazy. The, the knee is a big deal. Obviously, he didn't start the season. I keep saying it, but I asked you, like, or control, like, a couple, uh, like, two weeks ago. I was like, does Zach Levine even dunk no more? He's like, no. Nah, he don't dunk. That's, that's my thing. I think for one of them to even, like, to be more con- taken, uh, taken serious – with the team they got now, Zach Levine does have to – he just has to go to the basket. Like, we have to see an aggressive go to Thank the paint, you. Zach Levine. Yeah. You know, the jumping is everything. still great, you know. Yeah. And I think Zach Levine can still be given a little bit more time, but we're getting into that phase where we're transitioning out of potential phase for Cat, and we're getting to the point where he is just kind of what he is at this point. I don't think we're going to see much of a bigger jump from Cat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so – Cat Cat's the greatest shooting big ever, and I will take that to my grave. But yeah, I, I can't I can't yeah. argue with that. Yeah, I think it's so, just like a clear but like, I think it's been passed to like so for the first X amount of years when he's in Minnesota by himself, it was just like he needs help, he needs help. Now he's got like a better team around him. And it's just like we can still kind of see that like there's a limit to how far Cat can take you by his yeah. damn self. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree yeah. with, with that. Him. Tier three, actually, you know what? Fair. I I take it. Tier three, right. I take it. Because you you're wanting to three. bank on potential. To put him in a higher tier, but we just we just can't do so, that. So, Khalil, when you and me first started podcasting, so mm-hmm. this is when this is when uh oh, second take in, this is second take ooh, podcasting. Um, so, and that's when Cat was in his second year, third year, and I was like, I was like, if you told me I had five years to take Cat and Bead or whoever, I'm taking Cat just off pure shooting ability alone. And then I don't think that was a just, crazy take five years. No, ago. it wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't. And it's yeah. and it's just plateaued, bro. It's just like who he's been, who he is for mm-hmm. like three, five four years, years now. Maybe yeah. a little bit more. But I would say like people would have said the same thing about Boogie. You know, now it's oh, for sure. So I'm sad. Yeah. I love That's Boogie. Sad, I, I wish I still had Boogie, dude. That so. was 
that's so a different we, breed. We all agree cat is a tier three special con guy. Yeah. Right. All right, cool. Sucks. I, yeah, I asked specifically <laughs> for you. Um, so I, just to double back, Zion, he would be a tier two guy for me. I'd probably say Zion tier two. Justice. Yeah, yeah, he's tier two. When he's playing, when he's playing, he's healthy. He's I would two. say They're he's like two. hovering between tier three and tier two, just because we need consistent, like yeah, we need some exactly. more concrete on the court. Okay, boom. Where do where do we where do we put Bam out of bio? Because mm. I feel like he is one that can really fluctuate based on the week. Like 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 sometimes yeah, people think real. he's he's the greatest defensive big that we've seen, and other times people just think that he's you know a guy. Is he even on the well, court at that point? Exactly. Yeah, so, the, elef- the elephant in the room is his offense, always. And it's not that he can't. He doesn't have the potential. He just chooses not to, it seems like. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. But defensively, he's he should have been – if he doesn't miss 20-some games last year, he's defensive player of the year. I don't think it's close. For sure. And I think he's the best, the best on-ball switching big. Him and Evan Mobley are the best two bigs at switching on the guards. Uh, right. So I, yeah. it's just like the defense is special. So it depends on how much we're valuing that. But this league is so offense based, and a good offense beats good defense. And I, I think, I think that makes him tier three to me. He's like the reverse cat because cat can't guard nobody. Yeah, but he I, can I score. Think it's gotta be like a confidence <laughs> type of thing, man. I, I feel like he needs one of those games, or maybe just like a playoff, where, um. He just dominates. You know, I think he needs to just let him know that, like, he can do that. I think he had one game against the Celtics. And I think Robert Williams was out the game. He was going against Al Horford, and he had, like, a really big game. I think he just needs that, like, through a whole type of playoffs. Um, yeah. And it's just, like, I I want to – I haven't really checked the stats. I got to go back. I want to say I've seen him take a three. Maybe it was somebody else. But I feel like that kind of shouts a little bit too much because uh, – shouts, you know, his, like, confidence too just because it's just like, why are you not at this point? You know, why aren't you trying to expand? Like, this is the, the Heat are going to make the damn playoffs. Like, Jimmy Butler going somehow, some way, drag him to him. I feel like he does have to just say, like, man, I, you know, I this is my team, too. You know, I feel like he doesn't have to defer as much. Right. No, Honestly, sure. I feel like I, it's been probably countless times where I feel like Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, too, because I guess he's, like, the leader, like, you know, voice of uh, – which is the locker room just say like they want him to do more, right? Yeah. They know they've seen him all the time. Like Jimmy gets on fucking Bam's case all the time about it. You know, it's just like he's got to show, he's got to prove to himself that he could do that every night. Yeah, for me, I would put I I would put Bam, I would put Bam tier three. I can't wait till we get to someone that's tier four because I want to know who where that tier break is. But yeah. for for me, I put Bam tier three. I think he the the at his best, the impact that he can make on a court defensively, not many people can replicate. And so mm-hmm. I feel like that automatically gets you into one of those top three tiers for me. And then if he was to ever take a step on the offense, offensive end, I feel like the sky's the limit. We just haven't seen that. And we've been asking for for a couple of years now. I think it's high end tier three. And if we can see more consistency on the offensive end tier two, is that is that what we're saying? Yeah. That's how I'm feeling. That's yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so I've got to find a tier four, bro. That's what I'm, saying. I'm, I'm going through. We put Jalen Brown tier three. We put Donovan Mitchell tier two. Um, we Darren put Fox. Ooh. I would say he's like <laughs> tier three. Yeah. Okay. I would I say Dejounte Murray. Oh, that's tough. Okay. So if Darren Fox is tier three, then we know Tyrese Halliburton's tier three, right? Right. At this point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. 
to you, to, to whoever is listening, Tyrese and Fox, do they have the edge over DeJounte to you? Or are they similar class of player? See, the problem is the tiers. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if there's a tier break difference in between yeah. in between those three guys. Yeah, I feel like That's what they're, I'm they're all around the same. I don't I'm not like, putting Murray in tier four. I can't. I like, can't. Start that's what I'm right saying. He's been too good. John what is John John Collins? Oh my gosh! I don't know. He's him. back there. Yeah, he like I tier six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's tier six. He went DeAndre Aiden. Ooh, tier tier five. Let me go down yeah. to Pascal. Uh, I'm trying to Pascal work down. Pas- I would feel like he's. Tier three, him that wants to work his way up to tier two. I would say tier three. Yeah, Yeah. I would put Pascal tier two. I'm not even gonna hold you. Okay, he's not. He's up there. Scotty, Scotty Barnes, tier three. I'd say I think he's tier four right now. I think he's a tier three talent right now. Oh, yeah, but tier four. I think he's. I I gotta see more. I gotta see. Well, I feel like he's still working. I could start. I could start my tier four with Scotty Barnes. Okay, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I like that. I'm trying try, Jamal Murray. So I feel like Evan Mobley would be in that then. Yeah, no, yeah, he's probably a tier four guy at this point, yeah, the way Mobley yeah. plays. Because Mobley, similar to Bam, leaves something to be desired on offense, but he's also not as involved in the offense as Bam is. Does that does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like the way right. that DG and Donovan Mitchell have the ball, everybody right. else is just like a bonus. And where where Bam actually gets the ball in Miami and just sits there with space in the middle of the paint and doesn't do anything with it, but pass to a cutter. You know, so what I'm frustrating. Saying? Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I think Mobley's fair tier four, but Jamal Murray, who's taking a step back, but he's fresh off an of injury. Do we even right. rank him right now? Tier we four? Just, he's gotta be tier three, right? I'm not comfortable ranking him right now. Sabonis? Sabonis? I w- I would put Sabonis tier. I'm trying I would say tier four, but I would not. say like, tier he thinks four. Are, I think he's a really good player, but I think he's very like he's not moving nothing for me. Like I think he is what he yeah. is. Like yeah. he is what he is. And yeah, I would put him tier four. I so, guess if if cats tier three, I guess I got to right. Put like, come on, four, we got to right? think yeah, about yeah. that. Kings could have had two tier three players, but they got some bonus. So, it's not terrible. Instead, they got Davion Mitchell. We just um, talked about it last week, you know. Jamal so are we Murray. leaving Jamal Murray alone? We're we leaving it alone. I'm leaving him alone. Y'all can talk about him. I'm I'd leaving say him tier alone. four. I would say talk tier to me, Mike. I, I wouldn't be mad at tier four. I was honestly thinking about it. I was like, they finna say tier six. So, so I was like, <laughs> uh, Jamal Murray, I, I wouldn't be mad at it. You know, I keep looking at, we talk about the tier one, back to the tier one dudes. And like, why, why isn't Kawhi, why aren't we talking about Kawhi? It just makes me mad he's not playing. Or it's just, he's got, always got shit going. But I feel like I used to be on the big, for a Laker fan, I used to be like the big Kawhi guys. But like, I, it's just, it's hard to deny like what he did on yeah. the court. But I, I feel like that dude is should he should he should be a tier one dude like no doubt. Um, yeah, I, I think Kawhi healthy is tier one. But when you're less available than Anthony Davis, like it's yeah, hard. Yeah, like the fast, yeah, the past few years, it feel like he just takes, keeps taking them down. And like we make lists and we talk about like these top guys. I feel like it's hard to like not bring him, not talk about him, but also it's hard to put him in there still because it's been so long. Yeah, for the Laker fans here, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, oh, don't get me started. Tier two. Tier two. Yeah, tier two. Thank you. Tier okay. Two. Tier two. Wait, every should be one. one. Tier three? No, 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 no. You asked me that five years ago, and I would say tier, tier one. one, MVP, top <laughs> 10 player in the fucking world. But no, nah, right now, tier two. We we did Scotty. We did Evan. You we haven't said Kate yet. 
Where's Cade at right now? I would say tier three. Tier three. Yeah. As of right now, Bro. tier three. Our tier three is bad. <laughs> tier I'm telling three. you, it's a big Anthony, Anthony Edwards? Tier three. Like he's so inconsistent. For us, three, but the flashes are there. Three, yeah, the tier, yeah, it's flash for tier two. It's just right now it's it's tier three. It's know. tier three. Like if I'm putting like Josh, you know, in tier right. two, I can't put Aunt Edwards in tier two. I think Ant's closer to tier four than he is to tier two. Ooh. That's just, and that's consistency. It's, inconsistency. it's it's not about his talent because he, he has nights like yesterday where he was going ballistic. You know what I'm saying? But like it just it just happens that. Ant's not always even mentally there at the game, I don't think. Like, sometimes I think you don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a LaMelo syndrome to an extent. But it's just – it's weird dealing with Ant because he's so inefficient, like, 60% of the time. And then he's got games where he's uber-efficient and he's attacking the basket and the three balls falling that night, and he just looks like he should be the best scorer in the NBA within the next two years. Which brings yeah. me to another guy, Jalen Green. Talk to me. I love me some Jalen Green, but <laughs> if we put in like Mobley and Cade and in, in tier three, who do who do we put? We in put them four? in tier four, didn't we? we put, oh, did we put yeah, them in tier four? four. Yeah, right, tier then, four. Yeah, I Jaylen think Cade Cade made tier three. Cade yeah, made he should have. Scotty and we put Scotty and Mobley in tier four. Tier so four. I would I would put Cade tier. I mean, I would put Jalen Green tier four. I would put him tier four too. Yeah, me too. Paula. Paula. <laughs> Tier three, tier three, tier three. He's up. He's up. It's it's super early. That man, what he's been doing in a few years. I wouldn't be surprised if he's tier one. Honestly, okay. All right. So the way the man, the way he can like when he steps on the court, you feel he is gonna eat the best player on the court. (laughs) Yeah, the best player on the court. Mike, we talked about this last pod, but I want to get your opinion. Mm -hmm. K, just for the future of your franchise, K or K or Paula. Kater, Paolo, Paolo. 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 I'm telling you, we all said Paolo. All right. The other question, the other question we asked was Paolo or Tatum. If you're building a franchise and you could pick one for to to be your cornerstone, I said Tatum. Tatum. I know I did. I know I said Tatum. You did. You did. Yeah. I I also said Tatum. Same. But the fact that that's even a question is insane. (laughs) Because honestly, I've and it's just like I feel like we've seen it with like the headlines or whatever but like he is a dude that came in and lived up to the hype of me yeah like immediately when I say I was on like I hopped on the Jason Tatum saying like when he first his first probably like maybe years so I wasn't the biggest fan of Jason Tatum like I seen the flashes obviously like he swore the ball but I didn't think he was going to be you know what he was like this is right out the gate like Paula he looks like he's going to be a superstar mm-hmm. you know easily so I would I would still take Tatum even after this we had this little conversation, but I I can't shake that. That's a crazy question to ask and work. Uh, you know, I'm taking Paolo, man. I'm oh shit, I love it. <laughs> I'm right, right, Paolo, bro. Paolo or Victor? Talk to me. You could go. They're both in the same draft. Which one would you want? Honestly. <laughs> I'm taking. I thought about this in the point. shower yesterday. I'm taking Paolo. What if Victor? I'm taking Paolo. I'm taking Paolo, and yeah. honestly, and I, I don't even want to say these things, but just anybody that's his size makes me very. It never, it never works you. out, brother. The way you it want just it just makes to. me. Yeah. Okay. Now, what if Cade was in that draft? Would you take Cade over him? Over Paolo? No. Victor. Over. Over, over Victor. Victor. No. Hell no. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> so yeah, you're not on the same page. I think Paolo's on a I think Paolo's on a different type of like level. 
know, he is. He like, is right now. It's insane. Yeah. So crap. Shut up. All right. Where would y'all put <laughs> a name that we have not said yet? But everyone's really high on Michael Porter Jr. I've been thinking about that for the last 10 minutes. Just so you I know. would say tier five. Right? He's, oh, he's shit. He, I would say tier five. I think what what he is is very valuable. He could like what he could be used on a championship team, but I don't think he's the most like effective ceiling raiser. You know, like he's not he's not gonna be the person that's making your team better. Not gonna be a person that's probably putting pressure on the paint to you know draw. He's literally catch and shoot. He's gonna hit some shots, but catch and shoot is what the man does. It's special too, though. He's an elite shooter. It's great. Yeah, it's it's up there. He's an elite rebounder for his position, anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, he's the the efficiency at the size. You know, like the the potential is there. I don't think he will ever be anything on the defensive end, just because I just don't think he gives enough fucks to be. But like as an offensive player, I think he's pretty special. So. Mm But I don't know if I could put him in that tier four. Well, you said you said potential for MP, MPJ. What can you elaborate on the potential that you see? Like offensive wise, like I don't know. Like he's yeah. what, six six ten shooting forty percent from three, shooting over anybody. Fifty, that, damn near fifty, right? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like crazy efficiency at his size. I just feel like we don't see all too often, and when we do, we praise it. So I feel like you can't take it away from him. Did you see his interview the other day? No, nah, what did he say? They, they, they talked to him about his, his shooting. He was like, I just don't think it's crazy to hit 50% of my threes. He was like, I felt It's the most Michael Porter Jr. light skin ass comment like he's ever right. said. He's like, he's smirking. He's like, I just don't think it's crazy for me to hit 50% of my threes. I was right. like, all right. Simple like that. <laughs> Steph is 40, man, whatever you think. <laughs> yeah, I would put I would put him in tier tier five. Which sounds like I would not be mad at that. I would not be mad at that. Yeah, I would put on. But I say tier. Did I say tier four? I think you said five. I think you said five. Okay, yeah, yeah, tier five. You're definitely not mad at it. (laughs) Tier. I, I, I'm gonna go tier four. Um, I think I think that Michael Porter Jr. can be the third best player on a championship team. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially offensively, what he brings from his. No, he's not a Clay Thompson level shooter, but he's a very elite NBA shooter. And at that size, it's just it's something that's almost you can't match that value at his height and the way he rebounds. Uh, obviously, there's something to be desired defensively. I just don't think he's as mobile as he was when he came into the league or even when he got into college. The back right. the back things are an issue. Uh, the handle's not there at all. He ain't got a whole bunch of nothing to his. <laughs> that's game. why I talk about the potential part. Like, what, what yeah. does that look like? I think the potential is he learns how to post up and shoot some fadeaways and shoot from that elbow. And who's shoots. stopping that? Like, and right, really contesting not. And that. Then, you know? and then he keeps catching, shooting threes. I don't think I ever see Michael Porter Jr. averaging more than 23 points a game, probably at his ceiling. Um, but, I mean, I think that's still a Tier 4 NBA player. You give me 23 a night, I think you're a Tier 4 NBA player. And I, even right now, I think he could he could do that in the right situation right now. So, Cool. Because I, I, I don't know. I he maybe he could be that tier three. I think just like the defense hurts him when you talk about like tier three for yeah, championship. Because if we say maybe Job ja Moran could someday be in like a tier one, or just like these players, Trey Young is in that tier. Where like it's just hard for you to have two of your t- like top guys just not play no like no, defense. no not a lick of no. You you want at least like you know like Chris Bosh was at least trying to protect the rim for LeBron, you know, and type stuff. Yeah. Like it's not like he can take plays off or you know defensively. Yeah. We. 
we, me and Nas have talked about this at nauseum about how if you want to be a championship team, I feel like you have to have an elite wing on both yeah. sides of the ball. Easily. So, yeah. uh, like what Andrew Wiggins was to the Warriors last year, he wasn't the best player, but you've got to have a guy who's an elite defender and is elite, can score 20 a night mm-hmm. at that point. I don't remember the last championship team to not have somebody like that. No, we've gone through it. There, there aren't many, if any, to, to no. really have that doesn't have a dominant wing as their, like, number one guy. Um, the next tier that I kind of want to touch on is like the, the, I feel like these players are all kind of grouped into the same tier. The, you know, the, where, so where do y'all put RJ Barrett? Good God. Right now, tier 12. Tier <laughs> I, I'm like, like, I'm cool starting my tier six with RJ Barrett. You feel me? Like, I feel like that's a good spot for him. Like if Michael Porter Jr. is tier five, I would put RJ Barrett. I would be okay with putting him like tier five, but tier six can, can work, can work too. The regression is just I don't know. I feel like, see, like, yeah, as we get lower in tiers, the tiers are just going to be so, like, they're going to just get muddied. More and more yeah. yeah. What about Jalen Brunson? Somebody real quick. Stop. Um, tier. <laughs> Stop tier, yeah, like, bo- tier four, tier five-ish, I would say. Similar to was, Fred Van Vliet to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tier four, tier five. I would say, yeah, I don't think it's another level, but I would say. I would probably me. say I would probably say five for yeah. tier five for, for Jalen Brunson. To, to RJ, if you asked me this last year, I would have said tier five, borderline tier four, just because the jump he made last year. And then this year, it's like he just immediately went back to rookie RJ Barrett. And it's the most confusing thing I've ever seen. I don't know if it's a Knicks problem. I don't know if it's a Julius Randle problem, but it's a problem. My boy got that bag. Um, <laughs> RJ Barrett until like that, kind of, he's grouped into, I feel like there's, probably four four or five players that kind of get talked about the same as, as his tier. So, like, where would you put Tyrese Maxey? Mm, I would put it, like, borderline tier three, <laughs> tier four, like, borderline. I, well, I would say strong, uh, tier three, tier three. God, tier Ooh. three is blowing okay. my mind. Okay. I would say Is that where we had, we had Fox and Tyrese in tier three, right? Yeah, like yeah, Jay you Lecrae. think he's a let me, let me go tier four. Let me go tier four. Okay. <laughs> that Fox Tyrese level is crazy. Because I, I think he I think he does have a lot of potential. It's just like, first of all, he got James Harden and, and Joel and JoJo yeah. on the scene. So it's like he can't blossom, blossom, but it's just like he does have flashes for sure. Though. Do you prefer Maxi to Simons? I, I would take Maxi over Simons. Say I would take Simons. I'm super high on Simons. I, I can, are you, would you high. say that for like the the like playmaking aspect? I would say. Yeah, and I and I think that he's probably a better shooter at this point. Oh, yeah, I, um, I don't even stroke it. I don't think Tyrese is going to shoot like this forever. Don't worry about it. Shut up, Nash. Pause. <laughs> um, um, but like, because there was, we've talked about this, like the pool, Maxi, Tyler Hero, like that same group of people who get bunched together all the time, and I think that. There's like certain people who have separated themselves, or and I think okay, okay. I, I think Kevin Porter Jr. should probably enter that conversation a little bit because I think he's been really this year, good. He's this been year. really good, yeah. He's double teamed. He's double teamed uh, the fourth most in the NBA right now, and he's producing the third most uh, points per possession off of those double teams. Yeah, so like, there's something there's something about happy. what Kevin Porter Jr. is doing that's that's working. So maybe they don't win games, but he looks good. And so, yeah, I'm trying to. Did we talk about Tyler Hero and Jordan Poole? Did we? Is there? Can we give them a tier? I can't give Jordan Poole a tier until he start playing decent again. 
think he just I needs to start. Would, that's all. He just needs to start. It'd be all I right. would put him in that like tier five, bro. If I put MPJ, should he start? Yeah, Clay is washed. Clay, is, he's done though. Clay is done. But Steve Kerr really make bench. that move. My boy need to come up the bench and be a nice little role player. <laughs> Play some defense, knock down some shots. Yeah, that's the thing that's hurting. He still got that mindset like he in his damn prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like it's, it's sad. Not, it's not. It's, it's, it's tough to watch. But like, like it's watching. warranted. Like it's not. But I'm it's not just blaming like, you. It's it's Clay Thompson though. So if he's wide open taking a big shot, everybody's gonna be like, "Oh shit!" But <laughs> yeah. it's just, it doesn't. It not be far over. Like it, it. I don't. But like. He shouldn't feel bad about it. Like, you got two really bad knee injuries. It's not like you just became washed. Like, it's a tough thing to come back from what the, the injuries he faced. So, you know, you got to take it on the chin. Go come off the bench and <laughs> let Jordan Poole start. And I think the Warriors will see better results. But right now, Clay Thompson will wash. And I would put Jordan Poole in Tier 5. I like Jordan Poole in Tier 5. Yeah, like, I, I can't. I'm not I think that's with, comfortable to me. Yeah, right? That seems right. <laughs> I can't argue um, that. So, Maxi for pool five yeah 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 that sounds right that sounds right Nas, do you prefer pool to simons <laughs> i it's tough like recency bias is going wild in my mind right now because your pool looks horrible but if you would have asked me before the season started, I probably would have taken Jordan Poole. So I feel like it's only fair for me to say I would take Jordan Poole because I don't think that what we're seeing now is who he is so so like yeah, i think yeah. i i think he's shown us enough of who he is for me to take that at face value so i would i would probably take jordan Poole over anthony simons i know you wouldn't no but, i wouldn't but i would, I, I would probably take jordan Poole over anthony simons. i think simons is an all-star type of talent so do you not think jordan Poole is no nah, i really don't but why, like so what do you think is the difference there i think simons is, is levels above playmaking than jordan Poole is and i think his decision making is level above jordan Poole's. And I think Jordan Poole got so much shake to his game, it's insane. So I'm not going to sit here and talk about their offensive bag is actually sort of similar. Simon plays so much like Dame, it's insane. Like the yeah. power dribbles and the way that he sidesteps and the way that he plays coming off of screens is so Dame-like, especially early Dame, where Simon's is such an explosive athlete, it, even though he doesn't even have to show it all the time. I think that the ceiling is just higher for Simon's. I think even, even currently he's better. Okay. So. I would, Khalil, where do you fall on that? So I feel like we've seen the playmaking and the decision-making hasn't been great and hasn't always been amazing even then too. But I think we've seen the playmaking from pool to where For it's sure. not – I don't think it's like leaps and bounds uh, better. I think – I'm trying to think about – we've and we've done this conversation before, like where we're ranking these players, and it's usually Simons and Poole top two for me, then it's Maxi at three, and then Hero at four. And that's usually how I do it pretty much every time. Mm-hmm. Hero's good, bro. So that, that's Hero, so and tough. he he is he is good, and, and he's had a good season so far too. You know, he's been able to play, but I don't know. It's just something about it. I don't know. But he's good. There's something he I wanted good. to say about pool starting while we were talking about it. It's kind of hard to do that because then Clay's heading up your bench unit. What you gonna let him come out there, dribble the ball, and try to score and be your yeah, microwave? For you? Yeah. You gotta have somebody still to set Clay up off your bench. Yeah. So like, and, and Pool right. facilitates. Like he'll come in and facilitate and be that yeah, guy. No, yeah. no Pool can't play make. I just think Simons is a better playmaker. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
That's tough. I didn't even think about it that but you have to take like team. Where context. do you think that conversation starts with Clay Thompson saying he wants to come off the bench, or that comes up with Steve Kerr and like that, it starts with, with Steve Kerr. I think Clay Thompson Kerr. Not been he is not shit. saying that. <laughs> Clay got too much pride to be like, yeah, put me up, come, let me come off the bench. That's not yeah, happening. He's not starting a conversation. Life. Not happening. So yeah. But I don't I don't think Steve Kerr would 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 I don't think like, I feel like it's just it's just too it's too much shit that's already like ingrained so that we like that's like family for real, you know? Yeah. But then they're walking on eggshells in that locker room. I he made those comments. Are. He made oh, those comments real. the other day that was like, We not, we know this is about to end. Like, this won't always be. I was like, yes. Damn. Like, y'all and, know your time is coming. And Kerr's pretty patient too, uh, with that stuff. Like, you know, we've we've seen, you know, streaky, uh, Clay be streaky. We've seen Seth be streaky. Like, he's not going to bench stuff, but we've just seen him ride these waves out even then too. So, like, I don't think he's going to make a crazy move anytime soon. What patient with James Wiseman? That's right back to That's different. Yeah, that's different. Uh, gosh, that's been bad. Yeah, that's terrible. And I, I felt good about him coming into the season too, but that is nah. just not looking good right now. <laughs> he just got no offense to, to his game at all. I don't care what anybody says. His defense is bad too. Not, yeah. I don't know if there's a redeeming quality about James Wiseman as a basketball player. I'm being I said it before, bro. They should have traded him when no one knew what he was. Like right. when when. You feel me? Like when when the potential was as high as it could be, like he mm-hmm. could, he was the number two pick. You drafted him over Melo. Like yeah. he he could have, like people thought he was this amazing, amazing player. Like that's the prime of his his peak. Like his, he's never going to get back to that value as a trade asset. Like he's just imagine. But he imagine had the Lam- Warriors fool. That's what I'm saying, bro. Imagine LaMelo or Tyrese playing with the Warriors right now, what that looks like. Yeah. That's beautiful basketball, but they wanted a big for no reason. They wanted a big and they picked the wrong player. Um, and so yeah, I feel like we've is that everyone? Did we go through everyone? Like the only like Jaron Jackson, you know, like I, I would probably put him in like tier, like tier four, yeah, tier, tier five. Yeah. I'd probably put Jaron Jackson. Uh Mikhail Bridges. Oh Mikhail. I'll give Mikhail, you one more good one. Mikhail gets hot and cold for me, bro. I would put him in. I'll put him at five. He was throwing threes in Clay's face last night. Just putting in right in his hilarious. <laughs> to me, he seems like the he still got that like game changing aspect to him because he yeah. can lock up and it also like you know the bonus for the offense. I'll put him in tier four, honestly. Yeah, he's a tier four for me. Dude, well. they I'm can not, fit anybody team too. Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Versatile player, defense is there pretty much all the time. Offense can you know make some strides, but it hasn't made strides, and when he's Popping on offense is great. So Ben Simmons, tier what? 12, 13, 14, tier 16, what? tier 16, <laughs> 17. Tier question. I don't know what to do with that guy. Yeah, I'm so tired of Ben Simmons, dog. I hate watching the Nets play basketball right now. It's depressing. Blow it so up. When a 6'10 guy makes a layup and I get a notification to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah, I feel like. I feel like that's I feel like we've gone through everybody. That's our little special. We said so many players. It's <laughs> it's insane. I would love to see what our actual tier list look like, but I think we kind of got into a nice little rhythm here. We started off with like special and not special, and then we just kind of just went into the tier. So I think that worked out so much better. Um, so yeah, I guess we're going ahead and get up out of here. Um, Mike, tell the people they can find you, bro. Uh said it earlier, Twitter um Twitter is Mike Ben here. Also follow me on Twitch at Vila Mike Ball. <laughs> yes, I don't sir. use it. I don't even know. I don't use Instagram. So hit me up on Twitter or Twitch. 
Word, word, word. We appreciate you coming on the pod, bro. I know we you was you was streaming sure. your war zone. You took some time out to come on the pod. You gotta love it, bro. Thank you. Yeah, for appreciate sure. Appreciate you being here, man. Honestly, it's uh, huge. Khalil Justice, tell the people they can find you, bro. Belil44 at Twitter. That's where you can find me. I think a bit below 11 on TikTok. I don't oh, do anything shit. there, too, though. But oh, we plug the <laughs> oh, I plug the TikTok. I don't do anything, but. Uh, <laughs> you can you can find me, Justice Re2, on Twitter, Instagram, and as well now, TikTok. And I ain't doing nothing but posting the same clips we post on our <laughs> podcast page. But they, but, you know. Hey, they, they popping, though. So do your thing, my boy. You can find me at Najee Adams underscore on Twitter. Uh, on TikTok, I just think it's at Najee Adams because, you know, someone didn't steal my name on TikTok. <laughs> so he's good. Um, and follow the pod at Run It Up Pod. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave the rating and review. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Be on there too and follow us on TikTok. Hope you have a litty day, a litty night, a litty life. And just like we do on every episode of this podcast, make sure y'all go run it up. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Run It Up Podcast. If you want to keep up and see what Najee is up to, follow him on Twitter at NajeeAdams underscore. Hit him with some questions or topics that you want to hear in the next episode of the Run It Up Podcast.